previously on Live at 605. Whoa, fuck. Yeah, it's pretty dark. <laughs> it's and just, pretty dark. Just makes me feel bad for mm-hmm. life. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. From a sunny yet somewhat chilly yes. Toronto, this is episode 10 of Live at 605 Season 9. And what a time to be alive. For, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working the title in early this yeah, week. Yeah, you will. I think that's a record. 17 seconds in and I put in the title. I um, think so. But I know, it's true. There's a lot of, it's a great time to be alive. We just, I think so. I think we're alive, which is a good thing. We have we have some stories where we may have run into people who aren't alive. Exactly. We may, so. may in fact, be in the zombie apocalypse. Totally. Which you heard it here first. Exactly. Uh, and if civilization goes to crap, this is the only place you'll be hearing things. Because there'll be no radio, there'll be no TV, <laughs> but there'll be podcasts. Exactly. Um... Ah, stupid thing happened again, but we're going to keep talking. Don't worry. It's still working. The stupid technical difficulty. Are you sure? Of airplay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Still working. I'll show you. What is it picking up on airplay? My phone? That should hopefully be our last technical difficulty of the the episode, but we're coming to you live again. And like I said, there's a lot of good reasons to be alive this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Blue Jays just... Josh Donaldson hit a game-winning home run in the bottom of the ninth inning. Yeah, we are recording this on a Sunday because tomorrow is busy. Yeah, uh, and so they did that. We just we went to the movies this weekend. Mm-hmm. I was in Alberta. You were in Alberta. We did a lot of fun <laughs> like... things. So it's it's becoming fall out there. Yeah. So we're going to get into a lot of crazy stories this week. Although, as much as it's great to be alive, there's still a lot of things that annoyed me this week. Obviously, it wouldn't be John Mallon if it didn't. As much as I love these Blue Jays, I've, I got a gripe to, I got something to pick with them. I'm so angry. Just them. Just them. I don't know why it's their fault. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. How about we let everyone know all of our contact information. Yeah. If you want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool things we did this week, um, and what I did this week... You can follow me on Instagram. It's Val Gomez twenty three, and that's the same for Twitter. And how's your Instagram game last, this week? Ugh, you had a rough so, week. I had a rough week, guys. Apparently, the West Coast nobody appreciates West Coast living. Not your West or Coast Midwest living. Your Midwest living was fine. It was your Friday night living. I know. I you didn't know. get as many likes as you usually. I do. think I if I pose, my game is usually on point when I post at four in the morning. Exactly, you right. all the night owls. I definitely posted at about 9 o'clock, and that threw off my game. So we need you to go to your Instagram and give us give you a couple more likes. Yes, please. Uh, you can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram over here. I'm at Malencamp. I got a lot of Twitter followers this week. I'm up to like 527. That's awesome. I got one Instagram follower, so I'm at 81. Is it a sex bot? No, it's a podcaster. <laughs> I'll have to respond to that email. That's true. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Ah, whatever. Let them stew. Stir the stew. Like exactly what we're making for dinner. Uh, And then facebook.com slash live at 605. My meme game was on point this week. Yeah, but I thought you had released the Tootalitsky meme on fucking Monday. Why would I do it on Monday? Why wouldn't you do it on Monday? Because my... Go to facebook.com slash live 605 to see my Tootalitsky meme. He's a Blue Jay player. Uh, most of you people in Canada will probably be following him. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I, he has, like, an f- expression where his eyes are wide open, his mouth's wide open. Yeah. And I just, I said, when you're still three days away from a new episode. Okay. But uh, I had some good, I had some dancing kangaroos. 
I got sad Drake. I don't need you to retell me what you've posted. I got. I, I don't even I, have to explain this one. I liked all of them, even the ones I didn't understand. You didn't even like this one. You told I didn't me. understand it. <laughs> no, the best one, sorry, was my teddy bear one. <laughs> when there's like a... a, a what, this is like Can we pod. not do this as a thing to just tout your greatness? Listen. You Give get, out your damn information. I just did. The pod. If you want to email us. It's live at 605 at gmail.com. And... And what? If you want to leave us a comment on iTunes, what do you do? No, you got to do it. <sighs> Subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a comment because everything you put there pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So, yeah, I think that's all the contact information we got to give out for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Movies, zombies, mm-hmm. dentists. Yeah, I can't believe that this season's already almost done, though. We only got to record two more episodes. I know. And I, we will put out new cover Come art yeah. for next season. We've already taken the picture. Our fashion was on point. Very fashionable. We look super on fleek. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the day of the finale of season nine, we'll put out the uh, the new artwork, totally. perhaps. Um, so why don't we get into this? Why don't we get into this week? Do you have any sponsorships this week you want to fuck around with? Yes. All right. Uh, so why don't we get into your sponsorship of the week? Sponsorship of the week. As you guys know, because um, I just told you, I was in Alberta for possibly two days, maybe only one day and a half. I saw you the day you left <laughs> and the day you came back. Whenever I separate from John, though, he always, like, when he leaves me for Christmas... I'm always like, you're always gone for like five days. He's like, it's really only two. And yeah. I was like, your perception of time is false. I leave on Christmas Eve and I come back on Boxing Day. Yeah. So what What are the, what day is uh, Christmas Eve? The 24th? Yeah. And then there's the 25th yeah. and then right back on the 26th. Maybe in other cultures. <laughs> Listen, we're not going to get into any racially charged... What did you tell our two-year-old nephew about Mickey yesterday? Ah, uh, it's racist Mickey. There is such thing as a racist Mickey. Steamboat Mickey is what you probably know him better My as. My favorite thing is we're watching Frozen. I will get into the sponsorship. Ben is like two turning three. He's so susceptible to anything you say. John's like, oh, there's racist Mickey. Two-year-old nephew... What's racist Mickey? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, racist Mickey would not like your parents being together. <laughs> Did you tell him? I didn't tell him that. Oh. He doesn't remember racist he Mickey. He probably would be like, why do all of our family not be together? Yeah. <laughs> right? Um. Anyway, so I was in Alberta. And on the way back, okay, so you know when you go through security, because yeah. John and I always have the best of luck I was with security. Say, you have no luck with I have security. no luck. This possibly was the worst. I don't even think I told you because I was like delirious no, you didn't. by the time I fucking got home. So we're going through security and like uh superstar my boss has like vip pass so we get to like do the nexus pass through line yeah which is amazing so we bypass like hundreds of people we stand in this line nobody is taking off their shoes nice okay that sounds cool that sounds like it sounds like pre-20 or pre-9-11 okay nobody is taking off their shoes so i'm like whoa and because we were in alberta i'll tell said stories later I was wearing my riding boots, which mm. have, like, all the world's metal on them. Right. Okay? So I was Makes like, sense. And so the guy says something, and, like, you shouldn't mumble if you're working a security line. No. Right? Because you need to be clear for people like me to understand so I don't go, what'd you say? Right. And then I sound like I'm being a bitch. Okay? Yeah. So this dude starts mumbling, and he's basically asking me what I feel like. Will your boot set off the alarm? 
It's what he's saying. It's what I feel he's saying, but he's mumbling. So then I'm like, uh, and I should have been like, what'd you say? But then I would make me sound like a bitch. Mm. So then I said, no, they do not. Okay. Okay? Uh Uh-oh. He clearly did not ask me that. What did he ask you? So I go through this dude who then, remember that time we were coming back from Ottawa and Mm. all my stuff got patted down with that like cocaine finder? Yeah. Right? And so it was like... The Pablo Escobar finder, they call it. Exactly. And so here I have the Midian finder going through (laughs) all my stuff and so he's swapping down everything. I'm like, what the shit's going on? Yeah, off, and man. so this woman was like, okay, we need to pat you down. And I was like, what? Right? <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, and then my boss is really big on not going through that 360 finder. Oh, I love the 360 finder. Well, remember the last time I went through, it was like yeah, training day. Your box was hot. But you told <laughs> Yeah, you had a hot box. I did have a hot box that day, which was like the Fisher Price of security systems. Right. So, because she's like, don't go through that. I'm like, okay, I'll get patted down. This woman, I swear to God, felt like a day in prison. Like, I was literally on display for everyone. And she freaking white gloved me up and down. Like, it was crazy. Then I'm like, why don't I just take off my boots? And she's like, we asked you to. I'm like, no, you didn't. Right. Right? Like, the it was mumbling to me, but you can't fight with security. No, you right? cannot fight with security. So then I was like, oh. So then everyone's like watching me as this chick's like full on patting me down. So then she's like, okay. And I'm like, okay. Then this other woman, as I'm like starting to go back to my bag and like stuff and like put on like my watch and pack up my bag and everything, she's yeah. like, excuse me, we're not done. What? And I was like, what? I've already gone through one pat down, the cocaine check, mm-hmm. right? You've put, like, literally put your hand in every crevice I have, yeah. right? So she's like, we need to do it again. And I was like, again? again? Right? And so I was like trying to really hard not to sound like a turbo bitch. Yeah. Okay? But so we end up getting patted down again. And this woman, as if I freaking had like fake boobs or something, right. was like coming up to me. And I have never felt so violated really? in my life. Like, it was weird, and, like, I think the one thing is, if you're going to pat down to that degree, you should be, like, go behind a curtain or something. Yeah. Because all I had was, like, like leery old crotchety men, right, like, staring, and I'm like, okay, I'm in a blouse, and she, like, friggin', like, goes underneath it. It's like, like, yeah. Really? And I was like, what are you doing? should report this shit. I know. So I was just like, this is the worst. And so I'm like trying to think of all like the worst times in my life where i feel like i've been on display mm. passing out at tonic getting right. thrown in the drunk tank the yeah. time i went down for the inauguration and had to write an essay to prove why i wanted to be there yeah and now this time right this is where the man takes advantage of the system or in this case the woman fuck the man yeah I always so say. this whole experience took like 20 minutes what right and then you know when like all the people who are behind you get disgruntled because your stuff is hot like you got clogging. a hot box you got a hot box you have to like clog up the line yeah i'm like running to get all my shit so they don't like somebody doesn't steal all your right. crap like this is the things that i am concerned about you're worried i have like cocaine like shoved in my cooch or something yeah. but i'm like i'm concerned you're gonna steal my laptop my ipad my rolls gold watch and my phone yeah it's a real concern that is a real concern that's my sponsorship sponsorship of the week that's pretty rough it's pretty that's- rough I, have, I will sorry. No, go ahead. I will say though that I did feel bad, but because our plane experience wasn't as good, we got on an earlier flight back to Toronto. But I, when I was here in the cab, I guess the cab and you confirmed this that mm. 
Like, there was a, a lot of fog that morning. Yeah, Wednesday morning, a lot of fog, foggy day. So then, a lot of flights had been delayed coming back into Toronto. Yeah. So when we were on the plane, it was, like, one of those, like, 40-aisle um, planes, I right. guess. And so, or 40-row planes, rather. And when we were sitting there, the stewardess was, like, like, literally talking for what could have been 10 minutes, being like, if you're transferring on this plane, you need to get here in five minutes. If you're on this plane going to here, right. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There was, like, 40 passengers trying to make international flight. Yeesh. And so I'm like, it only took me back to when we were traveling oh, from, like, Rome, Barcelona, from yeah. X. And, like, nobody held the plane for us. They no, just kept lying to us. The, the plane was still there. I know. Fucking trustworthy Canadians. Yeah. I was like, if we were in Canada, this nice stewardess would have done us a solid, right? Exactly. Everywhere else, they're, like, trying to swindle us for time. I know. It's, I do not like that at so all. So I really do hope... Uh, hopefully you guys are all listening to our podcast. I do hope you made your international flight because that shit was rough. Hopefully. I had a rough day Wednesday morning as well. Mm-hmm. When you, the day you were, uh, still gone, you came back later that night. Go to my, my, I guess you call it a work bag, whatever that yeah. bag is. I go in, I always have, I have uh, a pocket where I put, I always have a pen in there. I put my keys in there, my work pass. Mm-hmm. Halls, uh, nose spray, all that stuff. John is perpetually sick. Yeah. So. <laughs> we actually had to pause while you go shoot some nose spray at <laughs> my uh, zonkers, whatever that means. <laughs> Anyways, my pen did not explode inside my bag. I'm sad. And I have all this ink on me, and my work pass looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. That's kind of pretty. It is. Yes. Uh, but my Vix is like all blue dye right through. What's Vix? My Vix halls. I oh, mean, okay. Sorry, halls. But I'm still dealing with the aftermath of like blue paint all over my damn I did want to say, I saw you wear your pink sweater and there is a blue blob on that too. Is there? Yeah. Because I put my blue, my pink sweater inside my bag. Oops. Maybe need to wash that. Yeah. All right. Maybe the next pause I'll throw that. (laughs) We're washing some clothes in the bathtub. Not like pioneers. No. (laughs) But uh, I actually had a sponsorship that I wanted to talk about this week too. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. I can talk about a sponsorship. Take a shot. What? (laughs) <laughs> this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So let me set the stage for you. It's Thursday morning. <laughs> I just looked down. Your fly was down. Doesn't matter. I don't know how these shorts are so big. <laughs> they have big shorts. They are big shorts. I almost got pantsed in the hallway by myself. Oh, I was gonna say who's pantsing you? Me. Remember when I was running in my pants? My shorts almost <laughs> yeah. fell out. Acting a damn fool every which way but Sunday. <laughs> So it's Thursday morning, and I've had it in my mind for the past week that Toronto Blue Jays' postseason tickets go on sale Thursday morning, 10 a.m. Now, you know me. I'm very up on these things. We were looking at a guy who got Mumford & Son tickets. We're only a couple hundred people got Mumford yeah, & Son tickets. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so I was like, okay, I'm going to be at work by 9.30. Tickets go on sale at 10. Mm-hmm. I go to work. I go on to uh, where the Blue Jay tickets are, and it's like, okay, you're in a virtual waiting room. Yeah. It's like tickets go on sale at 10. Click here, and there's a countdown clock that will like officially give you your tickets. So I'm at work, and I can see and hear people behind my bay also like at 9.59 getting ready yeah. to go into the same room to try and get tickets. Obviously, Blue Jays haven't made the playoffs in 22 years. Everyone's excited, as they should be. Yeah. For those international uh, listeners, the Blue Jays are our baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only that's true. Canadian Sorry. baseball team. Um, yeah. Outside yeah. North America, you might not be as yeah. into baseball nor as much about it as yeah. I don't know much about footy ball. Foot, footy. Soccer. Soccer. So, 
uh, 10 a.m. hits, and I'm back in this virtual waiting room, and it's like, it takes me to the next screen, like, which section, you don't get to choose your seat, it just says what section in the mm-hmm. price range. So I say 100, 200 for price range of $80 to 130 because I wanted some decent seats. Right. Am I not sitting there, and then it's like, okay, your time to process, one minute, two minutes, three minutes. It kept going up to four minutes. I was like, shit. Yeah. And I'm on Twitter at the same time, and I'm seeing what people are saying. And then it goes up to as high as 20-minute wait. Okay. And then it goes down to 6-minute wait. And then it's up to 40-minute wait. Like, it kept bouncing up and down. Wow. It got down to less than one minute. I was like, okay, here we go. I'm in it. And then it went back up. Does it not... So, eventually, it takes about 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And eventually says the countdown, 5, 4, 3, yeah. 2, 1. Get in. And does it not say, sorry, no seats are available in your section. No this is for game way. one of the playoffs. I go back in and expand it to like every section, 500s, 100s, any level. Yeah. Again, it's about a five minute wait this time. Everything's sold out. Game one, two, and three. It makes sense though. But you're telling me 150,000 people got in before I could get in? Okay. More specifically, 50,000 people. Thank you. I was like, first of all, it's not 150,000 people. It's probably the same 50 who are buying tickets. But you were also saying... You can buy up to four tickets per game. Four tickets tickets per game. Right. Yeah. So then there's your math right there. It's not 50,000 people. All right. So you're telling me, and it's not, it's not, not one person's buying four tickets. Let's say the average person is buying two. Even, if, okay, what's four divided by 50? What's 50 divided 50. by? <laughs> it's okay, John. <laughs> you didn't marry me for my brains. <laughs> Anyways, you're telling me thousands of people. Hmm. I, I think I tweeted somewhere, I'm like, game one of the playoffs, I better see 50,000 tech-savvy-looking people. How many likes did you get on that one? Three. Because <laughs> it makes no sense. No, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But so, I'm just, you're telling me. 50,000 tickets yeah. divided by four, four. is 12,500 12, people. So if 12,000 people. 12,000 people. Each bought four tickets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're not competing with as many people as you think you are. I know, but I'm still saying... I know you feel defeated. I feel very defeated. It's like I was... It wasn't like I got in at 10.02. Even if I got in at 10.01. Yeah. Everyone's in there. But I figure I got I got there, like, super early. Right. It's the same as for the, the Senator's hockey tickets. Yeah. When there was five of us trying to get these damn tickets. But then you went on StubHub. Yeah. So I went on StubHub for the Jays tickets. And you know what? It wasn't... Awful. So no, the, I'm looking at it right now. But here's your... This is the problem. Go. Uh, so click on game one. So from $200, that's going to be the nosebleeds. That's Uh-oh. the cheapest. Uh, so we're looking right now. The cheapest tickets for game one of the Toronto Blue Jay t- uh, series. Upper level, 535, row 18. Yeah. Like you're basically outside the Rogers yeah. at this point. It's, oh my God, there's even one worse. Yeah. 536, row 23. $200 is the cheapest ticket right now for the top of the nosebleeds. So the thing is, tickets went on sale to season ticket holders before. And some I don't know how this happens, but holy shit, $400 for another game. For 510. For 510. It's just, it just, it's just ridiculous. You know, I get there's, what, Toronto has, what, 2 million people in the city or whatever it is? 6 million. 6 million? Are you sure? <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. I think it's only a couple million in Toronto. Oh, okay. Either way, I know there's people from like all across Canada bought tickets. I saw people on Twitter talking about flying down. Yeah, it's not just Toronto, right? No, that's what I mean. It's like because because Toronto because Canada yeah, only has, population. Yeah. 
so quick to jump on me. Just I get it. Two million six hundred thousand. That's pretty close. I get it. I jumped the gun when I said no. What in twenty eleven Toronto had a population? Okay, so what's twenty fifteen? It's not six million. I'll tell you that much. Ha! Toronto's metro population has breached six million. (laughs) All right, so you were right this year. I was right back for twenty (laughs) eleven. Stop living in the past, (laughs) Malin. But uh, yeah, it just sucks. That the team's been so bad for so long that I get it. It's tough. It's the hottest ticket in town. Mm-hmm. I was just disappointed. But you wish there was some sort of testing to prove who are bandwagon followers stealing your tickets. Yeah, and I also feel like there's going to be a lot of you know the scalpers probably got a collectively a couple thousand right. tickets, which are going to be astronomical. But it's like I don't mind bandwagon jumpers because I do like people getting into baseball because I yeah. figure baseball. And you. you- you might not want to think that, you know, yourself is a bandwagon jumper. You know, dropping your favorite Blue Jay. Who slash, Yeah, favorite player of all time in a second. Um, Deleted uh, off Instagram. <laughs> Con- cut clean from Twitter. Listen, right? when people leave my team, I get rid- I unfollow them on social media. Even the day... Even though the before day- he joined our team, you were like, he's this my guy's favorite my player. player. Yeah, right. he's my player four years ago oh. in 2011 when there's only 2 million people in- <laughs> The Jose Reyes of 2011 was great. Jose Reyes of 2013 onwards. Oh, okay. Balls. But even Daniel Alfredson, the day he went to Detroit from Ottawa, yeah. I unfollowed his ass. I don't even follow him now, even though he's back with the team. But anyways, I was just pissed off that we couldn't get tickets. Mm-hmm. I was looking at StubHub. I think what's going to happen is... I'm oh, sorry, I thought someone's clock was going off. I think what's going to happen is we'll watch some games in the bar. We'll get a good group of people. We'll cheer for them. We'll mm-hmm. cheer with people in the bar. And maybe if they make it to round two... I'll try. If I can't get them, I might just cough up some dough and do StubHub tickets. I don't know. It's just disappointed. Uh, it's just disappointed. It's just disappointed. Disappointing. <laughs> That's my sponsorship of the week. Learn to speak. Sponsorship of the week. So, one other quick thing I want to do, which I'm going to have to... I meant to do it at the start of the podcast, but whatever, we're 20 minutes in. I usually get my weekly call from Pops Mal, and he usually calls me mm-hmm. at work, and we'll talk about... We've been talking a lot about the Blue Jays. I yeah. gave I gave him a call after this game, and it's really fun. And shout out to him for using the PVR for live sports. Yeah. People always yell at me, what do you PVR live sports for? you got to watch in the moment. Fuck y'all. If you're out, or if you don't want to watch commercials, PVR that shit. Yeah, that's what sports is made for. Exactly. Especially hockey when there's 20-minute intermissions. Yeah. Wait an hour. Watch hockey. Fast-forward intermissions. Totally. So you don't have to see Don Cherry, Don Crappy talk about shit. <laughs> but anyways, I was talking to my pops, Mal, and, and each week he's been telling me, what do you think of the podcast? Do you hear that? I'm going crazy. Anyways. All I want... of our technology is here. <laughs> it is in here. I'm going to do a new uh, a new sting, because mm-hmm. uh, my dad liked this week's podcast, he likes last week's podcast, did yeah. not like my solo podcast, thought we were stoned when we did a podcast four weeks ago, which obviously <laughs> we weren't, but I just want to say, this past week's episode of Live at 605 mm-hmm. was Pops Mallon approved. Damn, dog, that was officially Pops Mallon approved. Whoa. So I'll see if I get my weekly calls, and at the start of the episode, after we do, like, give out all our contact information, yeah. I'll say whether or not it was, was Pops Mallon, if it's Pops Mallon approved or not. Some might say that would be your thinker or a stinker. No, my thinker this week was my my tweet about the tech-savvy people getting these tickets for no, me. No, that was a stinker. That was a stinker? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, boo-hoo. <laughs> 
Yeah. Right? So we got anyway. We got a lot. We haven't even scratched the surface this week. No. Of things I got. Um, do you want to talk about? Um, how about your sub? No, sorry, that's my subway story. No, I don't have subway stories. <laughs> this no. is my quick. It's a ten-second story. John will just keep talking. I'm so glad he let me go first. No, because I'm gonna. I'm laying. Even up. your dad's had more presents in this podcast than me. This is what I'm doing. I'm thinking right now. We're we're at a concert. You're the Beatles. I'm the group that opened for the Beatles. I'm opening for your story. I'm setting the tone. I'm oh. telling a crappy story, so your story's better. Or are you, is this more like, I don't even know. I'm trying to think who would have tried to steal the limelight. Is this more like, I don't even know. <laughs> a great example. Who? No, I said, I was making fun of you. Oh. Why? Because <laughs> you couldn't think of anything. Is this any example where an asshole tries to steal the thunder of no. his co-host? You gotta look at it. I'm opening up for you. I'm the opening gig. I'm telling a lesser story. So your story's much better. Go for it. So I went to Subway this week. (laughs) And I'm going through. It's the regular people there. They're great as usual. Mm -hmm. I'm getting my usual roast beef and bacon. Mm -hmm. And when I get to the end, uh, the one lady's about to uh, cash me out to pay. And the other lady's doing my stuff. And and it takes out of the oven. She's like, oh, I know what you want on it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, of course you. You already know. And then the lady who's doing work in the cash, she's like... If you ever change your order, she's like, I will make sure I pay for that sub. I was like, damn. Wow, even the public is questioning your, like. I just want a free cookie. I'm like, I'll tell you what, I'll get a six inch of, I'll throw on like some sub sauce to change it up if you give me a free cookie. Did you say that? No, I was just like, I'll tell you if I change it, you can pay. But I would never do that because I'd feel bad for the I don't understand why you don't change your order. I never get, this is the crazy thing. We were talking about this earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. I go on binges where I love something that, like the, uh, what kind of yogurt, yogurt is that? Vanilla. I was eating this vanilla yogurt. Vanilla Activia yogurt. Two a days, the minimum two a days for a straight month. Mm-hmm. Go on ham for it. Up until last week, I was like, I can't fuck around with this anymore. This is so fucked up though. So when I was in California, I bought, right before I left, all this Activia yogurt, like two packs <laughs> of it. And then I'm like, John, have some yogurt. For years, I've been like saying, John, have some yogurt. I come back, it looks like a fucking robber ate this like yogurt. <laughs> it was like completely demolished. And I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, I really, w- I got hungry one day and I just wanted just a want snack. To try it out, snack he's it like, out. He's like, I'll just try it. And I was like, how old are you? <laughs> you were like, I like yogurt. <laughs> I like Yop. Have you read Yop? No, because I'm not five years old, right? So. Yop is for the young and young at heart. Okay. I, so I was both. like, John, why? Why are you gonna binge on this yogurt? You're gonna literally turn yourself off. And he's like, No, I love it. I love it. I love this yogurt. This like vanilla all over his face. Vanilla on vanilla. Right. And so literally, completely, month later, I will never eat yogurt. I don't want that yogurt. There's one sitting in there for the last six days. That's all you, dude. But um, no, I get tired of things. You know what? I've never ever gotten tired of what? It's my Subway sub. Because you. I don't know why. I don't know why you wouldn't get tired of sodium. Sodium's good. Sodium and stale bread. That's why I have three different locations. One location has stale bread. One location has the best cookies. One location has the best customer service. So I go to three different ones on any given week. Okay, but at the same time, you're actually succumbing to one that has stale bread. So that's disgusting. One which has good customer service, but still could also have stale Stale bread. Stale bread and bad cookies. (laughs) Neither place has two cookies with stale bread and bad customer service. (laughs) Do you see the life you lead, sir? Yeah, you know what? I'm just a traveling man. 
So anyways, that's my setup. Watch it. You're going to knock this story out of the park because I set you up. Nothing's going to be worse than my Subway story. We should actually total how many of the like stories on a podcast or, like throughout the years have been your Subway ones. If anyone wants to listen to a hundred plus episodes and tell us whenever I yeah. mention Subway, hands down, I will give you ten dollars. <laughs> I'll give you. I guess I'll give you one dollar for every episode. That's on your bucks. I'll give you a free T-shirt and ten dollars. Done. Okay. <laughs> so when I was in, um, what you call it? When I was in Alberta, I actually because it was such a congested trip. I wanted to do a 6.05 remote from the hotel yeah. when we got there, but because our flight was delayed going into um, what call Alberta, I didn't really get to because I had so much work to finish, and then I passed out after I spoke to you yeah. on Skype, but I did record a 6.05 remote at the airport. Oh, really? You didn't yeah. tell me this? I know. It's not that big. That's all right. It's only two minutes because I know you like cutting my shit in half. <laughs> so, right? I know that's important just your, to you. Just your band. I, I, I understand that. Just the things that have way more actual I'm the Yoko Ono to your band. I'm trying to break it Yeah, off. completely. So um, that's good. So you can play that there. Remote? <laughs> yeah. This is that 605 remote. This that 605 remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. Coming to you live from the Calgary airport. I am by myself right now on another business trip um, for work, and it's been a very intense couple days, Um, but I am here in Calgary. It is freezing. Um, This morning, it was zero degrees here, and there was frost on the car, and I'm in my, like, fall jacket, even though I dress inappropriately most of the time, my fall transition winter jacket and boots. And um, it's definitely a very different landscape here than I'm used to. There was fields for days. Um, we could actually see the mountains in the background with like the snow on them, which was absolutely beautiful. I think if you had more time here, I would have loved to have gone to like Banff and downtown Toronto, um, Calgary. But yeah, I think it's just like a very different, um, what you call it, setup here. Uh, people were absolutely nice. We went to go check out. Um, some of the facilities, and we stayed. We stayed at the Radisson near the airport, and um, driving here has just also been an experience. There's a lot of land stock, which makes sense. Um, my sister Kim told us that no matter what we do, we have to have steak. Unfortunately, we didn't get to have steak. Um, but other than that, you can see the influx of cattle, and just like horses and whatnot, and just like the actual prevalence of rolling, sprawling landscape and various amounts of livestock. So, um, such a short visit to Calgary, but I'm glad I came here. I've never been to this side. The only places I've gone to on the side of our great nation is BC and Vancouver and Victoria. Um, so it's nice to get the affectionate uh, middle, mid-province tour. Um, well, I'm going to let you guys go because I can't hear anything and we're actually boarding boarding shortly to get home to Toronto. Can't wait. I'm exhausted. So I'll give you guys a shout later. This is that 6.05 remote. You're a fool for this one, baby. That was very highbrow top level. <laughs> I like that. It was really good. It's just like I, I hate waiting for a plane to... I think so. I think it's also like... So I never dressed appropriately for most temperatures kind of thing, but, like... You're not skanking it up. Though. I'm not skanking it up. I just, I hate sleeves. If yeah. anyone knows me, 
I will wear tank tops in the winter for like minus 40 degree weather. I will fully support a t-shirt and mm-hmm. like a non-appropriate jacket. Right. But I don't complain about it. I just, no, you don't. I don't. You don't. I don't complain about the cold. So when we get to Alberta, I remember us checking the weather right before. And like Toronto's been going through like some crazy humidity. Been going through menopause. It's hot one day, cold totally, the next. Totally. Total climate menopause. And so get there and... We wake up in the morning and it is one degree outside. There's frost on the car. And I'm like, holy shit, it is crisp as fuck here. Right. Right. And so I'm like, it was absolutely stunning. Like, I didn't get to see a lot yeah. of Calgary or anything. But from what we saw, it's very beautiful. Everyone was like super sweet. It felt like kind of small town esque, like the area we were in. Um, but it's very cool. It's just like. So interesting to see what the other side, like Midwest Canada looks like. For and sure. And you could see like the mountains in the background That's with cool. like the snow on them and stuff. So I'm like, oh, because we just don't have anything like that near us. So I'm like, it was very cool. So I took a picture of like when we were on the plane ride coming back, just some of the terrain. Because mm. it looks so badass. I don't even know if I've showed you that. No, that's cool. Mm. But overall, it was a pretty good trip minus like the security chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you came back and you had to go to the dentist, right? You Whoa. want to tell that story? You said you, you yeah. were holding back stories. You didn't even want to tell me about these. Look at that. That is nice. Right? Um, that is very cool. Crazy. I'm just looking at a picture of you 20,000 feet in the air flying through um, rural Alberta. Yeah. Very nice. Good um, photography. Whatchamacallit. So on, I think the Thursday. last time, Thursday, the last time I went to the dentist was in May. Yeah. And so for years and years and years... The dentist I used to go to would keep telling me that I didn't floss enough. And if you know hmm. 50% of this podcast, <laughs> you know that one uh, 50% of this podcast lies and cheats how much he flosses. No, I tell, if they ever, they stop asking me because my teeth are so good. But one time they asked me, oh, uh, how often do you floss? I'm like, yeah, they're like, how often do you floss? I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I floss. As much as I can, but some days I forget. I'm human. I'm human. I forget sometimes. So John takes that self-deprecating card out. I, on the other hand, who floss like three fucking times a day, they like literally start accusing me and I just start believing it like as if I (laughs) haven't flossed and I will start confessing my sins to these people. And then they're like, your gums are bleeding. You're going to get gingivitis. You're going to have to wear like dentures and Mm. stuff. And I was like, what? Literally, I've gone to this new dentist that John and I both go to now for, mm. like, a year. It's, like, yeah. a year to the date tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's what they said. Corrected all my gums. Okay? Yeah. Like, crazy. In one year. In one year with an electric toothbrush. Oh, you know that's a valid point. Fact. That is a val fact. Get a fucking... Oh, that's a valid point. Yeah. Oh, you know that's a valid point. <laughs> okay. Get an electric toothbrush to save your gums. That is a valid point. Oh, you know that's a valid point. So either way though. Work with these <laughs> the one thing that was crazy is that I really like um, the lady who told me to get an electric toothbrush was this specific hygienist. I have since always requested when I go there, because me and her have a really cool rapport. She tells me stuff about her life. I tell <laughs> her like what's the new thing with my life. And the cool thing was back in May when I was just started interviewing for my new gig. I told her, I was like, oh, I have this interview for this new gig. And then we obviously never saw each other again until Thursday. Yeah. And she's like, so whatever happened with that? I'm like, I got the job. Nice. Right? So that was cool. So then we started, like, hot gossiping. 
And so then she starts telling me, she's like, Phil, you know what? I had this really strange scenario happen to okay. me. And I was like, what? So then I guess I think she has a really great rapport. Mm, sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she said this new lady came in for an appointment and she was about 68 years old. Okay. Okay. And so she was getting a full cleaning and like scaling and whatever the hell that means done to her face. And so the hygienist lady, super lovely, was like, okay, if anything hurts, just like, please tell me whatever. And the lady was like, no, I'll raise my hand. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, well, that's odd. But usually a hygienist can tell if you're like freaking out because you flinch and your eyes clench and like you like clench your fists or something, right? Yeah. Your toes curl. So you can tell. This woman, this old woman, was super stoic in the chair. Like, did not move, did not raise her hand at all. Okay? At the end of the treatment, the hygienist finished, and she's like, okay, we're done. And she's like, okay. Starts packing up her stuff, and she's like, that was the worst treatment I've ever had in my life. And she starts freaking out. She's like, you gave me brain damage. What? So then I was like... The hygienist lady was like, excuse me? Yeah, that's crazy. And so then she's like, you never raised your hand, and I fully asked you if you were in pain or whatever. And she's like, you have the worst bedside manner. I'm taking you to court. What? Right? And so then she's like, what? So she, I guess she went to go see, like, an acupuncturist and, mm. like, a thing because she said she had, like, neck problems from the way the hygienist worked on her. Yeah. And the lady's taking her to court. So Jesus. she's going to, like, small claims court, and now she has to get, like, reviewed yeah. about, like, all of her patients that and stuff. Sucks. And I'm like, do you want me to testify? I'll yeah, say, of I say, I'll say you fixed my gums, yeah. right? And so she's like, Val, she's like, I'm not going to say this lightly, but she's like, there's a thing. She's like, there's just some old people. And I'm like, don't even say it, hygienist yeah. lady. I'm like, my boyfriend John has this theory. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. And you so tell her my she, theory? I, I told her your theory. It's, What's your theory? My theory is there's two kinds of older people. You either, when it comes to an older person, you either love them or hate them. They're either the nicest, sweetest p- person in the entire world. Yeah. Or they're like the worst person ever. Totally. Like, there's no just decent old people. Where you're no. like, oh, they're okay. You're either no. like, I love that person. Or Even, you want to, like, they want to sue you. So yeah. you hate well, them. Last weekend, your folks, we went to your parents' house. Mm-hmm. Your mom's uh, uncle, uncle and aunt came down. They were on the older side. Yeah. And uh, your mom's aunt... Both of them were awesome, especially your aunt. I was mm-hmm. just like the nicest older lady I've ever met. Aww. Reminded me of my grandmother. Oh, that's how it is, though. Yeah, like there's no in between. It's not like she was okay. No. She was awesome. And so this is the thing. So she's telling me this story. So I guess basically this old crotchety woman is suing her for eighty four hundred dollars, right? And then she's saying that she gave her brain damage, <laughs> which means that um, if this does go through and they yeah. can prove it. That she'll lose her license that to sucks. actually practice, and then it's already being under investigation. I'm like, so super selfish that I am. I'm like, you can't leave me. Just yeah. tell me who I need to testify to and write like a character reference, right, or something. And so she basically was saying that this woman has scammed like uh, so many other people. I'm like, this is like catfish. It's dental, dental cat- catfish. catfish. right? And so I'm like, we fully need to have like a reality series for something like this. Yeah, but then yeah. I guess, like, turn that into a positive. When the dentist came in to review my teeth, he says I have a smile fit for commercials. Yeah. <laughs> he always gives out the best uh, compliments on teeth. He said I was in the top 2% of well-maintained teeth. 2%, He's eh? Top 1%? 2%. No, I know. You just, like, he diluted you. <laughs> I know. I was the top 1%. <laughs> now I'm in the top 2. I was one. It's the only thing I'm a 1%er is when it comes to teeth. Aww. But, yeah, I guess you'd be in that same percentage. 
No, I'd be top one. That's true. Between the between the two of us, we have 60 plus years of no cavities. Totally. Just pretty badass. I still think you can rip out that chain in your mouth. Yeah, I got this stupid wire behind my top and front four teeth because I had everything. That's why I, I, I have great teeth now, so I have good uh, teeth karma. I've had braces, head gears, <laughs> neck gears, elastics, wiring, this and that. What is neck gear? <laughs> A neck gear. It's like where it goes from your... You put the metal thing in your face. And no there's a neck. way! Yeah. Isn't that just headgear? Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> Although, no, headgear actually goes on... I, people have it on your head. Brandon had um, headgear. Did he? Because we used to always call him, like, train tracks. Train tracks. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so I've had it all. And I asked the first time I went to this dentist, too. I was like, oh, can I rip this wire out? He's like, no, you, if you do, your teeth will all come forward. That's a fucking urban legend. <laughs> well. My teeth haven't, and I am in a commercial, apparently, to our dentist. True. So I, should I go with you or someone who's been in the medical care profession for 20 plus years? Do you go with me, who's like fairly fucking cheap and doesn't want to spend their money, or somebody who wants to take your money so True. they can keep putting in your damn wires? One of the two of you have been on the fridge of winners in our apartment. Exactly. So. And notice my gums are fine. You do have good gums. So, not Bleeding Gums Murphy. <laughs> bleeding Gums Murphy. Let's just call you Groovy Q from yeah. now on. So why don't we take a break from stories? We have a good zombie story coming up. And we're gonna Did you just say, let's take a break from stories? Yeah. Because we have a good zombie story. Yeah. You need to fucking like... Is that, is that not true? You can't say take a break from stories yeah. to then tell... No, what You I... have to say take a break from the dental story... To, like, play, like, hit the post or something. That's exactly what I was trying to do, was I meant, let's take a break from Are these you stories. <laughs> I did take some nose candy. What? We're going to take a break from these stories we just told. Okay. Play hit the post, and then we're going to get into a story about a zombie that we encountered. Zombies plural. Zombies plural. So why don't we play hit the post. Let's do it. Let's hit the post. So again, I think if you guys have been listening to us, you know what Hit the Post is. It's where we're going to play a song, and you're going to pretend we're radio DJs, and we have to get out all the radio information before the first lyric is sung. It's called Hitting the Post. Last week, you were two for two. I think I was maybe one for two, with an asterisk next to my one for two. Okay. So, who's going to go first? Uh, me. So you're going to choose the song or you're going to hit, you're going to talk to I'm going to hit the post, Okay, so the song I'm going to give you this week, let us see. I got to give you something tough. What? You gave me Devo last week. I know, because you were two for two. But I didn't know that song, so it was tough. (laughs) Exactly. You, okay, I'm going to get, well, this one, I'm going to start you up. You're going to have Borderline by Madonna. Okay. Start you a little easier. And this is, um... 86.5 86.5 Cherry FM. Cherry? Yeah. Cherry FM. Okay. And you are in New Mexico. Okay. And it is, you are part of the um, Afternoon Rush. So you're just an afternoon <laughs> person. Well, the Afternoon Rush is there in New Mexico. I don't know. That's what okay. you're going to have to figure out. Okay. So you ready? Yeah. And three... Two, one. Hey guys, this is Val coming at you from 86.5 Cherry FM, New Mexico. We have a great song from your favorite all-time queen of pop, Madonna. This is part of your afternoon rush to take you home. 
So, we just want to tell you about some traffic, some updates coming up. There's like heavy traffic on that wooden path with those horses trying to get into California. We got um, some bad weather coming at you, but this is uh, Borderline for Madonna on the Immaculate Collection. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. dare, dare you not like this? That was you wanted to give me a hard song. You know how much I listen to that damn song off the Immaculate Collection. Wow, that yeah. was that was pretty damn good. You only got me because I didn't know shit about New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes a tough one is the description of yeah. it. All right, here you go. Okay. You're three for three, three in a row yeah, now. Man. You are like the Josh Donaldson of hitting the post. Totally. All That's right. why I'm on the fridge. Then I'm gonna give you a tough one then afterwards. Okay. So what do you got for me? Um, Make it good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is John's, like one of John's favorite bands, so you should really know uh, I this. I know what you're doing, okay. Um. Okay, so the song is Steal My Girl, One oh, Direction. Oh, sweet. <laughs> right? I was hoping, I just added this one today. <laughs> and the channel oh. is 103.1. Okay. Hits. Hits. Yeah, Hits okay. FM. Okay. And this is the primetime night. So this okay. is like 8 p.m. right before we go out clubbing. Okay. Kind of thing. And then... What's the station? Hits FM. Oh, yeah, but where am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do very well. But where am uh, I? You are in Sudbury, Ontario. Oh. Sudbury, Ontario. Okay. 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 In three, two, one. Oops. That's so borderline. <laughs> Why don't I know how to use this? <laughs> You're like, hold on. All right, it's your boy LL Cool John coming to you live, 103.1 Hits FM in Sudbury, Ontario. It is Friday night. I'm getting ready to go out there, steal a couple girls. I know you guys probably are too. This is the biggest hit of 2014 from the Bigs Band of 2014. What up, Zane? We miss you out there. This is from my mouth to your ears. This is 103.1 FM with. Steal my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what their you name. Totally forgot half of it. <laughs> Not only did I forget half of my info, I, I forgot what the name of the band was and like, the name of the song. <laughs> I didn't write it down. I should have wrote that down. What were you typing? I just wrote hits FM. <laughs> I wrote Rhino three one Sudbury Aunt Prime Time, which didn't even have anything. You're horrible at. But this. I hit the post. Not with anything. I you might as well have been talking in pig Latin. <laughs> All right, you want a tough one? Yeah. How tough do I want to make it? All right, you are going to do November Rain oh. by GNR. You're an expert okay. now. And your station is um, 88.8 Moose FM. And you are in Sydney, Australia. Why am I so foreign? You just you keep giving me harder places. So I don't know anything about it. Don't worry. All you have to say, mention once, is you're coming. We're in Sydney. That's all you gotta say. Do you once. know how long November rain is? Exactly. You talk. Anyways, that's okay. why you're three for three. Uh, so you're in Sydney. You just moved there. Okay. And you are part of. You're doing the um, like the graveyard shift. Oh, okay. Um, and it, that's all you need, right? Yeah. Okay. You ready? Okay. So again, Guns N' Roses, GNR, November Rain. Okay. In three, two, 
Ah, shit, my window closed down. Okay. Ah, my buttons aren't working. Okay, in three, two, one. Hey guys, this is Val coming from Sydney, Australia. I'm the new host of 88.8 Moose FM in Sydney, Australia. It's definitely a cool night tonight. It's only 11 degrees hitting the cool skies in the warm seas of Sydney. We have an oldie but a goodie classic coming up. It's your favorite anthemic songs from GNR. This is November Rain off Appetite for Destruction. But we want to tell you, if you're going to go surfing in Bondi Beach tomorrow, you know, you might want to be aware that there's cool skies. You know, if you're hitting up Port Jackson or Port Harbor or the Rocks or Taroga Zoo, might be something to stay in, bring your coat. You know, it's very hard. There's only a 72% chance of humidity. If you want to go traveling anywhere else, we, we recommend going to Melbourne, Australia. If you want to hop on a plane, tangle flight your ass to like New Zealand, go check out some great things. So, if you <laughs> want to like get us back tomorrow morning, we got John Mallon with the Dick FM. <laughs> We're giving the longest song. This is November Rain with Guns N' Roses. <laughs> that was quite impressive. <laughs> And kudos to you for grabbing... What did you Google Australia? Yeah. <laughs> that was very good, although he called it no gamber rain. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I think he may have gotten censored for dick FM. Yeah. But that was very good. That was See, that's using your head. You looked up yeah. Australia facts. Okay. So we'll do one more for me and then we'll end yeah. this bad boy. You're four for four now, going yeah, back to man. last week. Um. Okay, so this will be John's last yeah. one. Drop the pen. Um, so this morning we were watching The Voice and the first person who went up, I was like, I don't know why people don't pick songs I know. They were like, this is a Bill Withers song. And so I was like, I was like, oh, okay. So it's a legit song. Yeah. Um, so your song will be Lovely Day. Nice. By Bill Withers. I like it. Because I feel like you are... Um, the Farmer's Almanac for music today. Okay. Um, so <laughs> your station will be, um, 104.1 The Dick. Okay. <laughs> in Sydney, Australia. Okay. And you are coming out on After My Graveyard Shift. Okay. Right? So this is like the super early morning show. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Um, I don't need any more information, I guess. Nope. All right, there. This is John coming to you from 104.1, <laughs> The Dick. I've got a lot of energy for you coming off that great set from Val in the Morning. And this is 88.8. .8. Wait, this is 104.1, The Moose. <laughs> no, this is not. I'm having a bad day, so i got to play Lovely Days by Bill Withers. Let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, you didn't give any of the right no, that was all wrong. <laughs> Everything was wrong. Except that weird accent. Australian <laughs> accent was on fleek. No, was it? That's how you play Hit the Post. Let's do it. Let's hit the post. Patrick, motherfucker. I mean, okay, so this week you were officially two for two. I think unofficially I'm two for two this week. We'll see, we'll see. We'll let the fans be the judge of that one. Yeah. So... Um, should we continue on with some crazy stories from totally. this past week? I guess we've worked our way to Friday now at this point. Yeah, so what happened? 
So Friday we were like, um, whatchamacallit, you and I were like, because we've had such like a busy, like past couple weeks, October will be no different for us, Rocktober. Rocktober. Rocktober, Jocktober, whatever yeah. you want to call it, it's definitely going to be action packed. Um, so John and I were like, okay, why don't we just go see a movie, you mm. wanted to see Black Mass. Yeah. Which and is the Johnny Depp Johnny gangster Depp movie. gangster film um, that just came out. It was actually one of the headliners at TIFF. Yeah. On um, the past couple weeks and then maybe go out for dinner. So during this whole day on Friday, I was texting with podcaster friend Ferris. Mm-hmm. And she was like, hey, can Cam, boyfriend of the podcast, come as well? And so we are like, okay. So the game plan was because the movie started at 8.30. Let's go to the Queen and Bee. For mm-hmm. some drinks and dinner. Mm-hmm. And we'll meet uh, Ferris and Cam there for about seven. Yeah. So, John, take it away. Well, first, uh, I pick you up from work. We decide to walk home like we've been doing most mm-hmm. these days. Friday, it's finally that transition weather where it's it's hot, but it's still it's still hot, but it's getting yeah. a little chilly. So you don't know what to quite wear. And we're walking home, and we're probably like... A five-minute walk away from our apartment. And we are in full conversation. Yeah. Like, there is, like, we're in an in-depth conversation. Yeah, and then this uh, lady who, I guess we kind of caught up to her as we were walking. Yeah. Just, like, turns to us and she... Takes off her headphones. Takes off her headphones to turn to us. Yeah. And she's just like, she's like, I don't get this weather. I don't know what to wear. I don't know. Is it hot or is it cold outside? And I'm like, I literally turn around. I'm like, are you talking to us? Or are yeah. you like on your phone or something? Like yeah, your yeah. headset phone. And so then we both kind of responded. We're like, oh yeah, you yeah. know, it's a little weird. Weird, yeah. Like, oh, that climate change. And then she proceeded like what could have been a block. She walked a full block with us. With us. And start, just kept talking. She's like, you know, I'm just getting off this cold. Yeah. I don't know how, like, you know, I, I'm wearing a scarf. I see this person in front of us wearing a sundress. Mm. Like, it, it was crazy that people feel this comfortable talking to us or like strangers. And I'm like, maybe Canadians are just way more like accommodating. But yeah. I was like, what happens if we were in like a really heavy conversation? Yeah, which we could have been. I don't remember. I don't think we're talking about anything in the morning. But, uh, yeah, and then she all of a sudden, like, it's not like she turned left and we went right. Just all of a sudden we're walking. She just kind of like, okay, well, uh, have a great day, guys. And she just kind of stopped, waited a beat, and then kept walking. Yeah, so she wasn't walking with us forever. Very, very strange. Very strange. But she could have been a zombie. So it only got stranger. So then we go home to get changed. I think I ate an apple and showered, maybe just hung (laughs) out for a bit. And then... We got ready to go out at 630. Mm-hmm. So we're walking from our place. There is a parking lot, parking lot uh, between our street and another street as we walk down. And we're walking through. And again, it's 630. It's daylight outside. It's still outside. sunny outside. It and hasn't gotten dark yet. As we're walking towards the end of this, the parking lot, a guy's walking towards us. He's probably about 30 feet away from us. Yeah. And he's probably like... Maybe our age, a little bit older than us, maybe. Yeah. But he's wearing a full-on dress shirt and, yeah. like, dressy shorts and, like, brown dress shoes. Yeah, and he's he's holding sunglasses, but he's he's very staggered his walking. He's yeah. kind of, I don't know, do how do you describe, just think of, like, He's, zomb- like, dragging his feet a little bit. Yeah, and, like, one step at a time, yeah. dragging his foot. His hands are out in front of him, kind of like a velociraptor would yeah. have his hands out. Like just, in Thriller. Like in Thriller, yeah, he looks like in Thriller, just yeah. like a zombie walking with his hands out. And he's walking a step here, step there. We're looking at him like, this is weird. All of a sudden, he looks at us. No, no, no. He falls first, right? He drops his sunglasses, 
falls to his knees, mm. and then I'm like, holy shit, that guy just fell. Yeah. And I thought he just was, like, tripped or something. Yeah. And so he gets up. His knees are bleeding at yeah. this point. And now there's this old, like, Asian lady mm. also walking through the parking lot um, coming towards us just like this guy. Mm. So then we keep walking towards him. Yeah. And then he looks directly at us and yeah. drops his glasses again. And he falls down again. And he again. falls again on his knees. And they're bleeding even more. And I'm like, dude, he's like falling on concrete. Yeah. And like, like it was weird because at this point we're like close to him. And all we hear him goes, you know, it's like. Yeah, that's it. Like no shit. Like a fucking zombie. Right? So I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, John, I was like, should we help this guy? His knees are all bleeding. I was like, look, I'm all for helping people. Obviously. No, you're not. You no. and Farrah said the same thing. No, this one, I'm, you gotta let me explain. What okay. Else. Everyone take a shot. No. <laughs> yeah. Go. I'm all for helping people. If it was the older Asian lady who fell over. Yeah. Please believe I'm picking her up like a fireman and walking her over Obviously. to like 911 or Don't. something. <laughs> but this, this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> birthday grandma <laughs> this guy i'm like my instinct as soon as i saw him the way he was walking the way he was like growling i'm yeah. like this guy is on something yeah most like it's he's not he didn't smoke a bag of weed yeah didn't take a line of cocaine this guy's on like bath salts or crystal meth or so, one of those like mind-altering ones that are very dangerous for him and and people around him okay so obviously we don't you know, send John, the guy who's about to fireman lift the Asian lady, <laughs> yeah. to 911, whatever that means, <laughs> right? We are going to send the 80-year-old Asian lady to go check on, <laughs> right? And so she's going to check him out as, like, me, John, these other two dudes who are probably our age, yeah. wrap the corner, and now they're like, did you see that guy kind yeah. of thing? Is he okay? So we're watching this dude, and this Asian lady is fully trying to help this guy out. For a second. For a second. And then he... Yeah. And she, like, backs away. And yeah. I'm like... I'm like... No. I, I said to you, I was like, should we call somebody? Who? 911? Yeah. Well, that's, it's one of those situations where it's like... Yeah, obviously you do want... You don't his want, knees were bleeding. His knees were bleeding. But I I swear, my... I, I do think very much so he was on something yeah. like a bath salts. And as Your much as, spidey sense was up. Yeah, as much as I would want to help him, and maybe we should have called someone, but yeah. I'm like, I just, I feel bad. The guy was in distress. Something bad yeah. was going on. I just didn't want you or me to go over to him, put your hand on his shoulder and be like, are you okay? And him bite you or yeah. grab onto I you or punch you. I probably wouldn't touch him. No, but even if you're as close as we are now, yeah. like, oh, are you okay? And yeah. he just <laughs> and jumped out. Don't do that. You've been doing it. No, but yeah, I jumped at you. Yeah. It almost knocked me off my chair. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you wouldn't 911 carry me to someone? I'd carry that ass somewhere. <laughs> so the guy just... <laughs> No, but I'm just saying... So then we go to meet Ferris, and yeah. we tell her this story. Oh, sorry. I don't know if you even saw this, but after the lady tried to help him, and I think he scared her off, he tried to run... Did you see him run away? No. So then he started running. Did you make this No, I'm not. He started running. Like, I thought you were still no. looking. Yeah, he, like, ran. Where? Uh, towards our street. What is that in the closet? He like comes up the window. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that thing you yeah. saw dangling from the balcony? There's something dangling from our balcony. Right? <laughs> right. So then, either way, so we're John and I are walking, and I'm like, "Yo, guy, I didn't tell you a story from what happened to me on Thursday when I was at Union Station." All right. And so I was like, 
because my flight came in so late the day before, I worked from home for half the day. And so I went into work at about like two. And so I get to Union Station and there's all this construction going on. So there's like stuff like blocked off because it's Toronto and <laughs> it takes 10 years to do anything. And so then all of a sudden I see this dude with like his head fucking caved in. Right. Right. So it looks like somebody took a hammer to his head and all he's doing is. Oh my God. And I was like, holy fuck, it is like a zombie. Zombie apocalypse. Right? And so we had literally just watched, I think, Fear of the Walking Dead, like the night before. And so I was like, this is fucked up. So when we were walking with John, and I tell him that story, (laughs) then we just saw a buddy, like, polo-dressed, like, zombie. We go see Ferris. Sorry, one other thing on the way there. We're walking, we're talking about this guy. Then there's, like, this pimp in front of us, and his pimp hat flew off. I grabbed it. I know you did. It was just funny. He's like, oh, damn, thanks, girl. (laughs) But I just made me laugh. He's like, pimp hat. So, it wasn't like a dirty pimp hat. No, it wasn't dirty. It was dirty. more like a hipster yeah, hat. Yeah, it was a hipster. It was like a Pharrell hat. hat. Yeah. And so, um, we get to the bar, and Ferris, we tell Ferris the story. And, like, true form, like, brother, sister, you two. What did she say? She's like, oh, you can't go up to him. Because he'll shank he'll you. He'll shank you. And I was like, you and John are horrible. Yeah, but horrible, but who's the one who doesn't have a gaping hole in our stomach because we didn't get shanked? Who's been having nightmares that they're going to get stabbed all week? That's true. I wanted to mention this on the podcast last week. I've been having these dreams where I've been getting shanked and stabbed. Yeah. So maybe that's why my spidey senses were tingling. So maybe it would be me who would be stabbed for helping the zombies. Exactly. No, I get it. Listen, this is one of those social discussions you have where it's like, okay, this person's in a bad shape, but I've seen... You, lots of YouTube videos where it's like person on bath, bath salt fights off six police officers and bites them all. The guy in mm-hmm. Miami who ate someone's face because he was on bath salt. Yeah. Maybe that's our character arc for season 10. Not having a face? I'll be like the <laughs> pig guy from Hannibal? No! But I'm just saying, you just you don't know. And it's like sometimes, especially living downtown, you got to be a little bit more aware where it's like, okay, if we were in the suburbs and this guy was... See, I'd be more terrified if it was in the suburbs. Yeah, it's just... It's like when you see like a homeless person in the suburbs. It's like, how'd you make it out here, dude? Yeah. You must have had a rougher story. I saw one homeless, one guy homeless in Canada 15 years ago outside the Walmart. See? I think they called like the Humane Society. Exactly. But if you saw this... Yeah. In Canada Lakes... Oh, I'd run away. Exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's just a guy making a sound and walking like a zombie. Yeah. Like, there's not much you can do. It's just, it's too dangerous for you and and him. So then we decided to go watch a gangster movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, in a packed theater. Oh, the worst theater experience ever. So, after that, we went to go meet Cam, who's, like, the best. Yeah. And obviously, he got in without any security checks. Yeah. It's Cam. Um, and so, we get to the theater. What did you think of Black Mass? On the Fastbender scale. Yo, yo, yo. How many micro fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Uh, I give it probably a 8.3. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So, I give it about a 7.5, but I think the theater experience fucked it over a little bit. Yeah. So, did you know the story of this gangster? Should we say the plot line? I didn't know about it until the movie came out and I read about it, so go okay, for it. Okay, so Black Mass is the true story of Whitey Bulger, the brother of a state senator and the most infamous violent criminal in the history of South Boston, who became an FBI informant to take down a mafia family invading his turf. 
Yeah. So Johnny Depp stars in this. This is one of his, like... Uh, Return to form movie. Yeah, movies? like, it's basically a role that's not, like, a Disney animated. Yeah, he's or, not like, dressed up like a pirate. Yeah, he's not, like, he obviously has he's prosthetics not, he's on not him. not Mordecai. No. <laughs> so he's not, like, it's not just, like, an imaginary character yeah. anymore. It's, like, um, true to form Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp does really good gangster movies, like Blow, Donnie, yeah. Brasco. Yeah. Uh, that's what, other. yeah, that's what uh, yeah. Brandon was saying. He's like, oh, it's, like, Donnie Brasco part two. Yeah. Um, so this cast, there's, like, an all-star cast in this film. Like, mm. Benedict Cumberbatch, hilarious accent. Yeah. Dakota Johnson. Um, Kevin Bacon basically yeah. played uh, the following character. Yeah. Peter Sarsgaard. Yeah. Jesse Pellman. Landry. Landry. Fat Landry. Todd. Right? Todd from Breaking Bad. Um, the dude from the newsroom, David yeah. Harbour. The guy from Parks and Rec, Adam Scott. Yeah. Um, the dude from House of Cards slash The Strain. Totally. Sundays at 10 on Amazing. Uh, Julia Nicholson from uh, House of Cards. Who? Yeah. Well, who's she in House of Cards? Uh, the second senator running for president. Uh, yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, so, yeah. All-star cast. Um, so, we go to the theater, and I was not going to be a cinema bully. No, you were It good. was in my mind today, that day, to be a cinema bully, really? Oh, even I wanted to be a cinema bully like, that day. Like, okay, we get into this theater, it is packed, right? We get there about 20 minutes early, but, like, for the first 10 minutes of the film being on already, there are people walking in in fucking herds, as if they are walking into their own goddamn living room, making as much noise as possible. Like, yeah. r- doing laps to find a seat. Right. And I equally hate it. When you show up late, but then you have the fucking gall to ask everyone in an aisle to move over so yeah. you can have two seats and, like, impeccable seats. It's the worst. Okay. So we go there. We get our seats. We're waiting. The movie is starting. Do we not see a full-on newborn mother yeah. and father with a stroller? And this is a rated R movie. Yeah. Lots of gunshots, violence, yeah. loud sounds. A full-on parent, two parents, yeah. coming in with their, like, one-year-old kid Right, who proceeds to cry because yep. of all the violence in the first ten minutes of the film. Yeah. Right, full on crying, and wah, they're like, wah. yeah, they're basically like trying to like coddle him to like shut up. Yeah. But it's like we can still hear you. Exactly. Right, and so like Get the fuck out of here. Man. I think the difference is is like I'm all for you guys going to the movies with your kid. Yeah. But like, choose your battles, dude. Don't go to a rated R movie. Go to like a PG, like you. a family friendly movie. Like go see that intern movie. Yeah. Right. Like what's his face? Robert De Niro's not gonna make you cry. Uh, he made me cry. Oh, okay. <laughs> you looking at me, fucker? <laughs> right. You ever? And have <laughs> you ever milked a cat? Make fucker. you cry. Um. So the reason why these people just kept like. Baby was crying. They kept getting up and, like, running to, like, a tunnel, like, right beside the doors to, like, try and comfort the kid. The wife would get up and run with a squeaky toy. Every chair yeah, in that... or something. It's the ice cream truck. An ice cream truck outside. Right? Um, every chair in that theater was squeaky mm. as well. Yeah, squeaky. Squeak, squeak. So it was, like, that was annoying because everybody purposelessly felt like they were, like, teetering on their chairs. Yeah. And then the person behind me... I, like, this was, like, Prometheus Part 2. Oh, no. So, instead of breathing really hard, like, it felt like the guy who this lady was with was not in the theater watching right. the movie. Like, as if he was, like, off, like, listening to, like, some, like, C-SPAN, like, announcement. Right. She would have to tell him every single joke when the theater would laugh 
Like, uh, the second time. So I'm like, annoying. how can you not follow the script? Yeah. Um. So the first, like, 40 minutes of the film, I was basically taken out of it by nature of all the ambient shit going on. Yeah, I was sitting next to these two gangsters. Okay. And they were annoying me because, yeah, there's some funny parts. But anytime like, Johnny Zepp character would say something, yeah. those two guys would do the laugh, like, <laughs> as if, like, they were gangsters and they were going to use yeah. those lines. Like, they were scary laughs. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. Hey, they're zombie killers. Yeah, but that family with or that husband and wife with like a newborn baby i'm like yeah. what the hell are you doing and everyone was just like you hear people whispering to you, like get out. out of here and it's like yeah when the dad went to the end of the hall i wanted to go down to and be like can you just leave the actual theater yeah it's like you still you echoing totally it's like do you know how science works <laughs> it's like yeah. it just frustrated me so much and so i'm like like, obviously, we have, like, nephews and nieces and stuff now, but we would never do that. No, definitely Like, not. if you can't find a babysitter, go to, a, like, a movie that won't make your kid cry. Exactly. Right? Um, but so overall, I thought the movie was good. It's, I like Johnny Depp as this kind of character. I mm-hmm. thought all the acting was pretty good. Yeah. I, I thought the pacing was good. It wasn't, like, too long. It felt like we were there a lot longer yeah. than it was, I think. But it's a good... Movie. I mean, there's still not a whole lot of movies out there that are really interesting. Definitely worth the watch. Go out there yeah. and check it out. I actually didn't know the story of this guy, but mm. apparently he was like the second most wanted man next to Osama bin Laden, you said? Yeah, he was on the most wanted list, number two behind uh, bin Laden, who was number one. But yeah. he was on the run for, what, from 95? or Yeah, from 95 to like 2011, something like that. And so like... Kind of like that story Jinx. It's like this man managed to like go like travel internationally and like kind of hide out in random states and stuff till he got found like however many years later. And he was already pretty aged when he was like, like Johnny Depp's character was like, like in his most prevalent years as a gangster in Boston. He was probably like in his 50s. Yeah. So I think he was found like, I guess in his like 70s. 70s probably, I think so. So um, definitely worth the uh, watch. I thought it was pretty cool. Make sure you don't have like crazy amount of people around you. Mm. But on the Fastbender scale, I gave it 7.5. Yo, yo, yo. How many micro Fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Very good. So, we're at our usual spot where we might as well say goodbye to everyone, because mm-hmm. we still got some stuff to do. We got to make a stew and do all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, should we get end this thing and get it on with the band of the week? Yeah. So, this is kind of a joint band of the week. Next week's all you. I know who you want to have, so we'll talk okay. about that then, because you have a concert you're going to, which will make more sense. Okay. But this week's band of the week is Big Grams. Ooh. So Big Grams is the new supergroup of Fantagram and Big Boy of Outcast fame. Nice. So they've come together for a seven-song EP, mm-hmm. self-titled Big Grams, and it's just a perfect mix of ele- electronica. So good. And rapping and singing. It's just yeah. like there's such. Fantagram was on three of songs off of Big Boy's last album. Okay. So I like this album a lot. I think the song I'm going to go to, there's so many good songs. There's only seven of them, but they're yeah. all great. I want to do Fell in the Sun by so Big Grams. Do you have any info about these guys you wanted to bring up? Um, It's anything? just, but, uh, I don't know. I just got... You're just looking them up. Yeah, I'm just looking them up. They have a funny album cover. It's Two Gold Naked Women <laughs> yeah. as a trophy, basically. But uh, why don't we get into the song? Yes, let's do it. So the song of the week by the band of the week is Fell in the Sun by Big Grams. Ooh. So all the ways to get in contact with us, facebook.com slash live at 605 for stories and memes. 
Follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I'm at ValGomez23. And on iTunes. Please drop us a comment and subscribe to our page because every comment you leave us pushes us back into the news and over. Exactly. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Please. Please. Please help. Yeah, stir the steam. Let's do it. Just a cool ass nigga, put Atlanta on the map. I put the yellow Cadillac, I like my seats. Way back, I bust the sunroof, open beams, hit the braze cap. Call me cheap, knock a homer, you can't beat it with the back. Dropping bombs, atomic dog, I can never chase the cat. Keep the spotlight on me, it will never fade the black. If I speak it, then I mean it, I will never take it back. My demeanor's like a king, I'm leaving niggas in the trash. Live at 6.05 with John and Val. 
Be social with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.